This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of the LISD Lowdown, sponsored by ABC Bank. I'm at Monterey, where I'm going to talk to Zyron Brantley and Josh Davis from the Monterey basketball team as the Plainsmen get ready to head into the area around. Zyron, you just heard us talking about a lot of the past history. That doesn't matter to you guys right now. What matters to you guys is the here and now. Give me an idea of what you thought you did well against Plainview to get past that first round and get ready for the second one. You know, I feel like we came out with high energy. You know, we executed our game plan and uh, we did like going like we knew their game plan and how to stop it. And I feel like we did that great, even though we didn't close the game out great for like first, second, and first and first first half we played how we wanted to play. I saw TK's quotes. He mentioned there were some jitters in the first because you guys have some guys who have been in the playoffs, but you have other guys who this is kind of a new thing. What were, in your mind, what were the jitters that you got out of your system now that you, as one of the leaders, feel like you guys are ready to kind of leave behind? Uh, like, like for me, that was my first win in the playoffs. So, like, I'm really, I'm really, like, confident now. Like, finally got that first win. I'm going to this one, I feel good. Like, I'm not really nervous. But, you know, you, when you get – Close to game time, you're going to feel it, but when you get that first position out the way, you know, you're into the game, you got to go. Like, you can't be nervous in the game. Josh, you guys crossed a lot of things off the list this year. I, I can't remember if – I I think I have mentioned it. First district championship since you were a bright-eyed senior in high school. So, you guys – there was some cause to be a little bit nervous for your guys. As coaches, what did you do to kind of steer them through that the other night? Um, we just kind of – we really kept harping on the things that we know that have brought us success um, and trying to look for moments that uh, that was or wasn't happening in the game to give us some kind of reference points and some anchors to say, you know, keep doing this or stop doing that. Um, and they did a great job. You know, our first our first possession, Ajon makes a three, which definitely knocked some jitters out, but we spent the next four possessions staying on one side of the floor. Um, kind of just, you know, like we're supposed to do this one thing right here. and. Uh, after a little timeout and, and some other things, uh, we got the ball going a little bit, and that was, you know, we got up 12 to 2 right after that. So um, just kind of giving them that, that reference and, and being able to practice the same way leading up to that. Uh, we didn't change much this week with it being different. We didn't want to change the environment. We just wanted to keep doing what we've been doing. And um, once we kind of got, you know, those first two minutes out of the way um, and got some more people in and out, that it definitely knocked some of that jitter out of their stomachs, I think. As Iron Coach said, there were some other things. I'm guessing that the coaches reminded you how good you guys were at that timeout, kind of got you redirected a little bit, which, as you mentioned, you guys hadn't had that first win. I think Carter in the story I, that on our site mentioned that there was a lot of standing around early on, which is not you guys' M.O. You guys, I don't know if I've ever watched you and you've stood around a whole bunch. When you got that going, when did you get comfortable? Coach just talked about that 12 to 2. I would imagine 12 to 2 got you. I would say with Ajon's three at the beginning, like, I feel like when he hit that, because usually at the beginning of the game, Ajon told us he said he never hits the first <laughs> shot. And it's always a three at the beginning of the game. Always is. But he said he never hits the first shot. When he hit that, I was like, okay, I think like, we're going to roll. Like, I feel like we're going to roll. I'm going to throw your words back at you. You said you didn't finish great, and I'm going to guess because I texted Coach about this. I guess that had something to do with missing a few free throws, which again is not you guys' mo either. You got there thirty-one times. There's the uh, <laughs> lemonade out of lemons. 
knowing that you're going against an El Paso Andrews team, the coach said wants to play your style is going to get up and likely going to be a lot of chances to do stuff at the free throw line. Do you have to make sure that that mental block doesn't stay in your way? Yeah, we uh, it's playoff time. We know we got to knock down free throws. Like especially coming to the end of the game, we got to knock them down. Like those are going to matter. You don't want to lose a game and have to come back and think about oh, what if we would have made that free throw? Like that that would hurt. So I'm going to age myself with you and probably with Coach, too. There was a show called Happy Days back in the day. You know what I'm talking about, Josh? Mm-hmm. Main character missed a free throw at the end, and his dad had to come up and give him a lifesaver because it cost him the game. You don't want to be having anybody hand you lifesaver. So I mentioned Andrus. You guys are familiar with him to agree, Josh. You were an assistant coach when you played him a few years ago. You mentioned that they like to get up and down. Is that – I don't want to put the wrong spit on this. That's That may be kind of red meat for your guys. I mean, you know that they're not, not going to try to make you change what you're doing. Well, you know, we I think we've done a, a good job this year being able to um, adapt to lots of different styles. Um, you know, the Abilene Coopers of the district world for us that wanted to, you know, we won 40 to 37 out right. there, and, and that's how they want to play. Um, games like that that we've you know we've had some experience winning and losing slow and fast and um, you know kind of found our groove of where we want to be that um, you know if we were a car we don't want we don't want to be in the red you know we don't want those RPMs that high but we want it pretty close and kind of finding that line of playing fast but not out of control and, and they've done a great job kind of finding where that is and what are what are our best chances to get you know the the easy transition buckets just out running people and how to speed people up on um, defensively and, and generate some offense that way that offsets maybe a few standing around possessions here or there or a few turnovers um, that we can offset that another way so um, it's definitely nicer to play somebody that wants to play the, the way you want to because um, you feel like it's it's going to be easier to do what you want a little bit as opposed to feeling like boy we're gonna have to cut this out if they want to play really slow or something um, but the same things that have made us successful this year are the same things that have made them successful. So if we don't execute what we're good at, they're going to do it right back to us, and, and it's going to be a tough night for us. The same thing for you, Zyron. When you guys started looking at video and you saw, hey, these guys do what we do, how encouraging, how eager does that make you feel to get out there and get on the court with them? Uh, for me, I don't like playing slow games. Like, playing like Emerald High is like, very slow. You guys like being out of breath when you get over there for timeouts. Nothing wrong with that. I mentioned a few years ago, and that's ancient history to these guys. I'm trying to think if I can remember what happened in the eighth grade when I was that age. But you guys, the coaches, remember, that was a tough loss that day because they were able – now they're different coach, different head coach now. They were able to – Kind of knock you guys off your out of your comfort zone. How do you make sure your guys stay in their comfort zone? You know, like that that one that one always sticks out to me because we they we forced them to call timeout with I want to say about five minutes left in the fourth, and we had just scored to go up ten, and we didn't score again the rest of yep. the game. And we 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 had a few younger guys, but we definitely had some guys that had, had some experience, and it, it wasn't as new as maybe this year is for some of our guys. And we had really about four or five of the worst possessions we had all year, just back to back. And all of a sudden your lead's gone and, and felt like we got punched in the stomach and we couldn't overcome that. 
And I think this year we've we've handled that a lot better. We've taken some some big shots from people and been able to hang in there and and swing back and not just fold. Because um, like I've told them early on this year, the, the word that kept coming up about them as a group was Warriors. That mm-hmm. no matter the the size of the other team, the speed they want to play, the the ranking of whoever it is, that we don't really care. We just want to come play and play our game and and see where where the chips fall. And we get another chance to do that tomorrow. And we hope we play the right way and get another chance to do it on Tuesday. Zyron, you're one of the older guys. I would say you're, I don't know if vocal leader is the right, but I think guys follow you. I think guys see how you play and they follow you. I mentioned a young man from another team that's kind of matured every year, watching you the same thing. When we get into the playoffs, there's always that little danger. That coach knows where I'm going because you're going to play somebody you know most likely if you get past this one. As one of the older guys, how do you make sure that nobody's looking around the corner that you have to be focused on Friday night? Well, you know, we, we won Tuesday, but, you know, you got to take care of going in front of you, but just take it one game at a time, one position at a time. And just, uh, we want to practice one more time. That's what he said. Like, we want to practice again. Like, let's do that. That's what we want to do. How's this team different from last year or two years ago, both years? How, how do you feel like you guys have grown and matured the last couple of years? Uh, well, like from my last years and this year, like I knew I knew these guys like like first like growing up football, mm-hmm. YFL, playing with them and then always in familiar with each other. I knew them and then my last other teams I didn't really like I met them like the year I was playing with them. That's how I knew all of them. Josh, you mentioned football. This is a unique situation. I was thinking this. Your football team didn't have a good year. I'm, Judd may not like me talking about that, but they didn't. There's just – you can't – you got to call it what it is. But your football guys that have come in didn't let that phase them. And that's, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes they can be over-motivated or they can kind of come in and just kind of go through the motions. Your football guys you've gotten back have been huge. They've been a great help, um, you know, throwing them – into the starting lineup, into very contributing roles right Quickly, away. Quickly, if um, I remember right. Like, TK was first game, wasn't it's, it? Well, you know, we, we had them all for that first scrimmage on the fifth, the big one that we do here, and we just threw everybody out there in the fire, subbed five at a time here and there, and just, um, you know, really got them back acclimated as fast as we could. But I think I think the success that we've had with the guys that you mentioned especially um, is really dependent on our senior class um, being the leaders that they've been. Um, you know, Zyron and Ajon being in basketball and TK and Brandon coming from football, um, leading from kind of two different examples um, or worlds coming together again. And then um, the two, you know, having Carter being in basketball too um, was a big help to really give us a lot to lean on for here's, here's some of our goals and here's what we want to do. And their leadership has been why we've been uh, where we're at this year. All right. Zyron's eyes light up whenever I bring up Carter. Um, <laughs> Carter, I'm going to put a baseball analogy on it. You guys have both played baseball, right? Mm-hmm. You know what a baseball glove looks like. You know the the thing, the string that you that pulls it together and tightens it up. To me, that's Carter. He's like, he, you don't notice him if he's playing well. If that makes sense. I mean, if he plays well, it helps you guys. But he's like glue guy. That's a that's one word. Blue collar guy. But what has he brought, Zyron? I'll say he, he quickly is – anybody that watches us quickly says, I really like that number 15. Yep. They don't know his name. Or yep. they say, boy, I love watching him play. He's my, like, he quickly becomes everybody's favorite. 
And I think that's what he's done with them is because at, at no point in the three years that I've coached him have I really had to say, you know, like, is that really all you got today? Like, that's just, you know, his, he is full go all the time and he's rewarded by being in the right spot a whole bunch on whatever end of the floor we're on. And unless you kind of know what you're looking for, you don't know that, you just kind of look up and say, well, look, he's, look, he did it again, you know? And, and then you realize that that's, that's where it's coming from and that's, that's been the biggest help. I think that's, that's something they've leaned on this year is what he's been able to do like that. Is he one of the guys you played with or is he somebody you just got comfortable with once? Well, I knew Carter like growing up. Uh, but for, like, for me, like, like he brings energy out of me. I feel like sometimes I'm low going into game and when Carter's going, I'm like, all right, yeah, it's time to pick it up. So I like I love that kid. Man. So he's even a pregame. I wish I would have got him. I wish I would have got to play with him more. But at least I had him this year. Though. He's behind the scenes now. He's in front of the camera. Yeah, he's doing all right. That sounds mean to call him the glove that pulls the, the string, but I, I meant that in a good way. So when you when he hears that, tell him I meant it. I'm a baseball guy, so I he is too. He'll know what you mean. I hate. Well, yeah, you're right. He is a baseball guy. I, I hated having my catchers meant when the laces were loose. So. That has been Zyron Brantley and Josh Davis for Mon- Monterey Basketball talking about their area round playoff game against El Paso Andrus, 4.30 p.m. Friday down in whew, Fort Stockton. I, enjoy that ride, Zyron. Get some sleep because you got plenty of time. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of LIC Lowdown, sponsored by ABC Bank.